firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. Revelation chapter 3 verses 14 through 22. And to the angel of the church in Laodicea write, The words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that you were either cold or hot. So because you are warm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. For you say, I am rich, I have prospered, and I need nothing not realizing that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich and white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see. Those whom I love I reprove and discipline, so be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him and he with me. The one who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches." This is the seventh and final letter Jesus gave to John to send to the churches. This one is to the church at Laodicea. Jesus opens this letter with a strong statement about who he is so that they can be real clear in their mind about his authority to make the statements he's making. He said, these are the words, what you're about to read are the words of the amen, the so be it, because Jesus is so, Jesus has always existed. He is God. He is sovereign over all creation. He is the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. In, in John 1, 1 and following, we read, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word refers to Jesus, and the Word was God. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So he's identifying himself. He's saying, hey, I am the great I, amen. I am a faithful and true witness, and here's what I have to say to you. It's a wake-up call. It's the sharpest wake-up call of the seven letters. In fact, he doesn't have anything nice to say here to the church in Laodicea. In the other letters, he would give them some compliments on things they were getting right and then point out the error of their ways in, in other uh, matters. Here he finds nothing to commend. He said, I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Now, the, the water for Laodicea was piped in from Heropolis, and by the time it got to Laodicea, it was lukewarm. But the real point here is about a spiritual condition of being lukewarm, neither hot nor cold. In other words, we're, we're not living for Christ 
we're we're calling ourselves Christians, but we're not living anything about that. He said, I will spit you out of my mouth. And then he addresses, this is a very rich area. It's a very wealthy city, even though it was destroyed by an earthquake about 35 years before then, they rebuilt the whole city with their own money. They didn't, they didn't ask Rome or anybody else for any money. So he says, you say you are rich and you have prospered and you need nothing. Nothing could be further from the truth. And this is just as true today. And in fact, in many, many ways more so because today we have people who proclaim how smart they are and how they don't need God and how they, they think that God is a crutch for the weak and they think they're rich. They think they've got it all figured out. They think they've prospered on their own, not realizing that Jesus himself created them. Jesus sustains them. They could not uh, even be subject to gravity, but that he put it there. They could not draw a breath, but that the atmosphere is just right for doing that. They could do nothing. I can do nothing. You can do nothing. None of us can do anything apart from Christ. And when we think we're okay on our own, that we have prospered and we don't need anything, he said, you're not realizing to that church and to all of us today who, who have those kind of thoughts. He said, you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. You, you are blind to your condition. You think you are rich, but you are really poor. It's like Jesus told, uh, the, the Jewish leaders, when they criticized him for eating with, quote, sinners, end quote, he said, I've not come to save those who are well, but the sick. And the truth is, we're all sick with sin, but some of us don't realize it. So they were poor. They didn't realize their spiritual uh, condition. They're blind to it, and they're naked. They have nothing to offer God because they're clothed in their own righteousness, which is to say none at all. And then he says, I counsel you, I encourage you, I implore you, I instruct you to buy from me gold refined by fire. This is gold that is recognized in heaven, not, not gold that is of worth in this world. Not, it's not about uh, financial resources in this world. It's gold that's been refined it's refined by the presence of Christ, that we've died with Christ, we've been raised with Christ, and it's no longer we who live, but Christ who lives in us. And then we will be rich, then they would be rich. He said, white garments so that you may clothe yourself, and the shame of your nakedness not seen. The, the area was known for an expensive black wool, and they thought well of themselves that they had it on. But he's saying, look, you need some white garments, and the only white garment that's available to you is the righteousness of Christ Jesus. For, for when we are born again, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, not in anything we've done or anything about us personally, but only in Christ himself. He said, you, you may think you're rich, but you need to be really rich 
by the gold refined by fire, with white garments, the righteousness of Christ. And then the shame of your nakedness may not be seen. We stand before God Almighty with clothed with the righteousness of Christ and salve to anoint your eyes. The, another thing the area was known for was it had a medical school, and one of the things the medical school did was produce this salve that was used all over the Middle East for eye issues. But he's not talking about that salve. He's talking about the salve that takes you from being blind to seeing spiritually so that you may see, so that you may know that you are in desperate need. And then he said, those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. So he's saying, look, I'm being harsh to you and I'm telling you the truth, but I'm telling you this in love. This is a great, great lesson because so many times today we are criticized as Christians for being unloving, for being harsh when we don't accept sin. What God has said is sin. But there, nothing could be further from the truth. To proclaim the truth is to, to show true love, to say that it's okay to live by a lie. That's not true love. That's, that's not love at all. So he said, you know what? I reprove and discipline you because I love you. He said, so be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. This is, this is where the famous painting that shows Jesus uh, outside a door, and there's no door handle on the outside of the door. It's on the inside, presumably, because a person has to be willing to receive Christ, to, to welcome him in. It's all by grace, a gift from God through faith, and that also is a gift, but we have to receive it. We have to have the door open so that the gift can come in, so to speak. It's just putting our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the only way we may be saved. He said, and when you do that, he said, I will come in to you and eat with you and you with me. We will have fellowship together. We will be one together uh, when you put your trust in me as Lord and Savior. He says to the one who conquers, who's the one that conquers? It's not me. It's not you. It's the ones who have trusted in Christ Jesus. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, but on our own, we're, we don't conquer anything, maybe ourselves to destroy ourselves. He said to the one who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. And then he gave another stern warning. He said, if you got ears, you need to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the churches. This is a very stern warning, but it's given in love. And he's saying, come to Christ, come to Christ, die to yourself, let go of the foolishness that you think is righteousness by the things of this world and quit trusting in them and put your full trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Heavenly Father, help us to see ourselves in these letters and know that you are speaking to us and calling us to a deeper place in our relationship with you through Christ our Lord. Amen.